Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Drop the Gloves. I'm co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. Welcome to a show where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. Shenanigans! And speaking of shenanigans, it's been two weeks. We are behind two weeks on NFL football, college football. Uh, we got hockey news, finally. We have baseball news, if you can believe it. Uh, and... Anything else we can think of? Shenanigans galore! Shenanigans! Uh, I feel like I'm in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> but in order to, in order for us to get to all of that, we need beer. So these beards need a beer. Need a beer. Big time. <laughs> it's been preach, one, brother. It's been one hell of a week at work, guys. Uh, this is. Does it matter? Uh, the uh, German Pilsner is like in the door. And I didn't know if you want to start off with that, or we could do like the Warsteiner now that we actually have bottle openers. Uh, so, all right, we're going to start off with this uh, German Pilsner. Saw this at the uh, grocery store uh, last weekend. This is the Wernus Grunner. I think it's I think that's how you pronounce it. Wernus Grunner Pilsner, brewing tradition since 1436. Brewed according to the German purity law. Alcohol by volume is 4.9. I did not read the can when I picked this up. So I'm so when it said according to the German purity law, wow, did not expect that. So this will be the second oldest German beer we've had on the show. Cool. Because <laughs> the, the one that we had oh. for our, uh, what is it? Um... Uh, or a country or beer, a, yeah, international beer that we had yeah. uh, like a couple months ago. Uh, what was it? That was from the oldest brewery. F uh, what is it? Like 1050 AD or something like that. My gosh, Germany. <laughs> hey, us Germans know how to party. <laughs> All right, you ready, Mike? It's been two weeks. Well, let's, let's see if you can do it. Okay. Three. Two, one, crack it! I didn't know how I was How to do it without the third finger? You usually do it with the third finger? I think I do. And then I do it with, uh, I do it with no, the middle no, finger. No, while we're talking about fingers, I uh, had an accident at work. I uh, got my fingers, uh, a piece of machinery... Uh, I think this is the best pour I've ever done. Got I got got. So this is going to be a shit pour, but um, right. so leaking, I'm leaking all over the place. Uh oh, towels over there. <laughs> so yeah, guys, this is the German Wernus Grunner, huh? Do you wash this? Eventually. It's like the it's like the dirty bar rag. I mean, you, you you know it's mopped up scotch, whiskey, beer. I mean, by the end of the night, you're just like, okay, throw it in. It it's seen enough action. So so yeah, this is golden in color, guys, for our uh, audio listeners. Uh, very golden in color. I'm using the Sam Adams uh, pint glass. Your dad would be disappointed in us. And that well. It's Germany. You, you, you could see through it. Well, you can see through it, but it's Germany. True. I mean, if it was American, it would be like, yeah, what the hell, guys? But it's Germany. So, uh, 
Here we go. Prost. That's not bad. Very smooth. It has a nice crisp taste to it. Yes. Uh, this is like this is the kind of beer you would drink, like. Well, one to start off an episode. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like this is the kind of beer you would like expect to drink if you're at the bar and you're gonna be there for a couple hours watching a, a football game or something. I mean, that's kind of what it. Or a football game. Yeah, football. But we over here call it soccer, so sorry, guys. Oh, but speaking of other countries and everything, Canada jumped again. We're up in Canada? We're up again in Canada, and hockey season's almost here. Canada! Damn, guys! You know what? Bring it in, guys. Bring it in. <laughs> I'll give you a big, fat American hug. Oh, yeah. And I don't hate them. What, contrary to what <laughs> Ty and everybody at the Taste is Right podcast thinks, I hate camp. I don't hate you guys. I don't hate you. It's just the hockey team. That's it. I just don't like any of the hockey teams. That's it. You sure about that? Pretty sure. Okay. Just checking. That and the Canadian geese. The col- the, kill- the Colbert chickens. Yeah, the Colbert uh, Canadian Cobra chi- uh, Ninja Chickens. Yeah. They're not Ninja Chickens. They're Cobra Chickens. Uh, Didn't I show you that guy from... Uh, yeah, yeah, you showed me. And then, but every time I see him, I call him Canadian Ninja. I, for for those... Uh, I used to call him Killer Pigeon, or the Canadian Killer Pigeons or something <laughs> like that. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. They're, col- they're Cobra Chickens. Hi-ya! I don't know why I did that video, <laughs> but whatever. You're, you're lucky we're on video, and that and that counts now. <laughs> An- antics like that now count. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so product placement. Yep. I'll put this somewhere. Right uh, there. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Beer's cracked, and now it's time to get to sports. Sports. I was like, like, come on, dude. Sorry, my. It's like usually you follow me with that. So yeah, I'm a little slow today. Yeah, been one of those weeks. It's okay. All right, so sports. Sports. <laughs> so we are two weeks behind on college football. So let's start there and work our way. All right. So I went four and two in week three. You went three and three. You was looking a little dicey there. for, yeah. And uh, so I'm ahead by one. Ahead by one game. And uh, this time last year when we were doing this, you were like ahead by three or four. So, I mean, this is this is a huge step forward for me. I was chasing you most of, the, uh, most of last season. I'm having an off year. <laughs> I've been through a lot. <laughs> oh, woe is me. Let me get the violin. Yeah, let me let me play you the world's smallest violin here. (laughs) So, week we didn't do week four. We were gone last week. Yeah, celebrating an anniversary and everything. But we did we did uh, do the pics that will be on Instagram. We we did do the pics. They will be on Instagram. But 
for those who are now catching this episode, episode 89, we need to inform them what our picks are. Yeah. And that's for week four. So we have the matchups of Clemson versus Wake Forest. We both picked Clemson. I think that was a smart move. Both are both are undefeated. Both are good teams. And both very good teams. Uh, Minnesota versus Michigan State. You picked Michigan State. I picked Minnesota. Sparty has let me down. I'm done. It's like, I'm, I'm done. And plus, Minnesota is undefeated. And okay. I, Michigan State, I think, is one and two. So it's like, you know what? I'm going with the undefeated Gophers here. Okay. Uh, Oregon versus Washington State. Uh, going with Oregon. You went with Oregon as well. Quack, quack. You you were going to say something there, weren't you? Mother ducky. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say, but I, I thought you were going to say quack, quack, bitches. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's just the first thing that popped in my head. When I make up things, they generally rhyme. We have um, two SEC matchups. Mm-hmm. And we both pick differently in each of them. Ooh. So, Florida and Tennessee. You pick Florida. I pick Tennessee. We have Arkansas versus Texas A&M. You picked A&M. I picked Arkansas. And then our last matchup, wild card matchup, James Madison University versus Appalachian State. And we both picked Appalachian State. So, that, I had a question that I was going to ask you. Okay. I'm listening. Why the hell did we go with that one? I went with that one because Appalachian State, in my opinion, is the team to watch. Whether I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff contender oh, or no. anything, but they are so entertaining to watch right now. I mean, every game is so entertaining with them. So that is why I had to throw them in there. On that. Okay. Give, give it to them now in week four while it's early. Because if it was like week nine or ten, and they kind of they had that rise, and now they're starting they're to taper, fall, taper off, yeah. taper off, and that, or just plateau. It's like, no, you gotta catch it while the hot streak is still going. So even though they're two and one, but they've still had three incredible games. So it's like gotta get them now while they're still hot, semi hot. I'm not picking them to be a contender or anything. It's just they're on a high. And they are very entertaining to watch. So. Okay. So now, those are week four, so now we go to week five. And then week five will be next week, and we'll be talking about week four picks and all that. Uh, well, actually, we will. Me and Daniel will. I'm just sending you my picks. And, uh, but you will, you'll send the picks. I'll send the picks, yes. And, uh, so, so, yeah, a little announcement, too. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, we're not taking off next week like we originally planned uh talked with my brother going out to see him next uh weekend leaving friday and he has agreed to do the podcast out at his place we're not doing video he has asked us not to do video um guess because of where he's at like the room or whatever just didn't it'd be like a boring I guess, I don't know, surrounding or whatever, do video. I don't know, but I'm going to respect his wishes. I don't care what what his reasons are, but we're not going to do video for episode 90 next week, and it will be in Illinois with Daniel. Bummed, ducked, Illinois. So, but, hey, at least we're still going. Yeah. We're not taking another week off, so. 
I I asked him if he wanted to do it, and he said he was open, and I was like, all right, I'll bring the equipment. So week five, and I don't have a pen. Oh, dear. And there's not one over there. Okay, we're going to have to remember this. Yeah, damn you, Charlie. Uh, damn it. Man, I'm a Boy Scout. I, I should be prepared, but yeah. I'm not. Well, and I, you I don't know. know. I was about to say, make a note of it on your yeah. on your phone there. Ready? Boom. Okay. All right. So NC State versus Clemson. Okay. Don't have to write down the matches. Okay. Just write down the who you take or who you take and who I'm who I'm taking. Uh, so we have Clemson in week four still to be decided as of this recording or this episode. Um. NC State's been pretty good, too. Um, if Clemson beats Wake Forest, I'm going to go with Clemson. So I'm going to pick Clemson over the Wolfpack. Okay. Oh, hell. Right. NC State had a pretty good game against, who was it? I think it was East Carolina first week. That was pretty exciting. Okay. Um, uh, no, I'm going to take Clemson also. All right. Two Clemsons. All right, Big Ten matchup. We have Baylor versus Oklahoma. Both teams are ranked. Baylor has been determined as the preseason favorite, or was determined as the preseason favorite uh, to win. Did you win say Big, Big Ten? I thought you said Big Ten. Big, Big 12. Big 12. 10, 12. They're, the 12 is going away. Whatever. They're losing two teams. It don't matter. Could be Big Ten 2.0. <laughs> After no, losing not, Texas. We're, we're not, we're, you're not doing the NXT 2.0. Okay. So Big 12. My bad. Big 12. Baylor, Oklahoma. Baylor was the preseason favorite to win the Big 12. Uh, but I'm going to go with Sooners. It's Oklahoma. I mean, Baylor is a good football team when they show up. That's the problem. Baylor is that team where it's like, they're good if they show up. I'm going to take... You know what? What? Chicken butt what? I'm going to take Baylor, just to be different. Just to be different. I was about to say, we're going to get more and more different as the... Season usually goes. That's how you. That's how it went last year. I just every time you pick somebody, I pick the opposite, just to <laughs> just to be that guy. But where did it get me? It got me to a tie-breaking game: Army versus Navy. I kind of don't want to do that again this year. No, I don't. All right, there, Chuck. SEC matchup: one of two SEC matchups: uh, Kentucky versus Ole Miss. Going with Kentucky. Got to. And if they beat Northern Illinois in week four, they'll be 4-0 going into week five. Man, there are a lot of blue schools. Just a basketball school uh, program, football programs that are like 3-0. Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky. There's two more. There's two more. I can't remember the two. Kansas, Kentucky, Duke. North Carolina. North Carolina. There's two more. 
that I can't think of. There's like six blue blue blood teams that are three and zero. And uh, UCLA. That's it. UCLA's one. I can't think of the other one. But yeah. So both going with Kentucky. I wait. Did you not pick? I did not pick. What? Yeah. Hold up. This, this should be you an automatic. I'm am going to take UK. Okay. But I did not say it. I don't. I don't like being. It was spoke, implied. I don't like being spoke for. I wasn't trying to speak for I, you, Charlie. I was. I'm joking. I'm joking. It, it should be obvious. It's like it, when it comes to Notre Dame versus anybody. It's obvious. You're gonna pick Notre Dame. So, all right. Next matchup. Battle of the Armed Forces come early. Navy versus Air Force. Navy is one and two as of this recording. Air Force, I think, is two and one. I know who you're going to take. I love Navy. mm, And I relied on Navy last year for that last win for our college football picks. Air Force. It's at Air Force, so it's in Colorado. It's flipping a coin between my grandpa versus my dad. All right, grandpa all right, was right. Grandpa was Navy. Dad was Air Force. It's like man, flipping a coin here. I'm going with Air Force. <laughs> you know what? Is that what you put down? <laughs> yep, going with Air Force. You know what? I, I like Navy, but man, they it's I'm again going, it's going, that same thing. When they show up, they're a good team. I'm gonna go with Navy. Alright. Another ACC matchup, so two ACC matchups for week five. Wake Forest versus Florida State. So we have both Clemson and Wake Forest for week four playing against each other, and then we have Clemson and Wake Forest separately in week five. Florida State mm, survived LSU. They beat Louisville, which was awesome. And I got to see a little bit of that in the corner of my eye as we were leaving the restaurant uh, last week. Um, Wake Forest made the ACC championship game last year. I believe so. Yeah. And they got a pretty good program. What are going on right now? Seminoles versus Demons. Is it Demons or Deacons? Demon Deacons. Demon Deacons. So I was half right. Half a point. Um, you know what? I'm going to pick Wake Forest. Okay. I'm taking Florida State. Going with the Knolls. And then our final matchup, and again, it's an SEC matchup. It's Alabama versus Arkansas. I'm going with Arkansas, baby. I'm going to do it. You know what? It, it's I did it last year. I picked every team against Alabama, but you know what? I feel good this time. I really feel good this time. Arkansas, see we go pick. Second. 
Oh, man. Feel, feels good to say that. Feels good to say I'm not picking Alabama. You know what? <laughs> this goes against everything I stand for as an American <laughs> and an SEC fan. But I'll have maybe three people pat me on the back when I say this, and this doesn't come out of my mouth very often. Roll Tide Brawl. Yeah. Man, you had me. You hooked me. I thought for sure you were going to join me in this upset, but no. No, you, you... That's fine. That's fine. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised. I should not I should not be surprised. Oh. Come on now. I I'm just I mean when you when people think Alabama, they automatically think, oh, who are they playing? Oh, it doesn't matter who they play, it's Alabama. Picking Alabama. It's like for me, I'd like to know because if it's the other because if it's a team like Arkansas, they may have a chance. And that's why I gotta go with Arkansas. Buddy, no. I, I got I gotta do it, man. No, I gotta do it. You want to make a wager on that game? Pot of the face, pot of the face. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, we. I was thinking about that this whole week or last week too. I was thinking, man, we need to do something where if we make a bet, it's got to be something like, I mean, it can't like no money involved or anything, yeah. but just something like. So he gets like I don't know, shaving cream, like ice bucket on, uh, like somebody gets dumped with an ice bucket or something. I don't know. I mean, just something random, something totally out of the ordinary. So this is what we'll do. Like some people do, like Dan Patrick Show does pie to the face. Some people shave their head. Some people well. Some people do actual money and. Your wife will not allow us to shave no, heads. No, 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 no. So and I just got my hair cut. So I'm looking pretty stuck fly right now. <laughs> Pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. For all you audio listeners out there, uh, he is... Uh, I look good! He, he's... Uh, what is it? You're brushing the hair back for video. I look good. I look... Uh, I look spiffy. Spiffy? We'll do this. I'll take Bama. You take Arkansas. Okay. Winner gets to... Uh, Pie loser in a face. Mm. Pie as in like shaving cream. An actual pie? No, no, no. A a shaving cream uh, thing. Loser shaves the beard. No. (laughs) I'm not even allowed to shave my beard. You tried that and it was weird. Um, yeah, well, I look like I'm ten, and nobody and our video people do not want to look at a ten-year-old mic. <laughs> Good thing we weren't video when that happened. Yeah. Um, Scary. Nah, how about not shaving cream? But it's it's like actual whipped cream. We'll just get like a tin foil pan or something. That, yeah, that's fine. Dale. Deal. I, I look forward to uh, giving you a pie to the face. <laughs> That's hey, gotta go in confident. If you're if you're if, Buddy, you're if you're scared, you're gonna regret it. All I gotta say is, in your dreams, 
I'm going to remember this when I'm in um, Illinois next weekend. I'm going to remember this. In your dreams, big guy. And then I'll be coming back on Sunday night going, Hey, Mike, guess what's coming up this week? Uh, Yeah. I don't have to worry about nothing. All right. So with college football, with our picks and everything. um, Man, you're, you're Irish, dude. They look a little... Yeah, I mean, and and I even went on record saying, like, I know an ass whooping's coming, so I got to pick Notre Dame over Marshall. I had my, uh, who's my maintenance guy at work. He listens to the show, yeah, and then he was like, "You should have picked Marshall," and I was like, "No dip, right?" <laughs> Marshall with the upset over Notre Dame, dude. All I gotta look. Eh. And they didn't look too good when they were starting out against uh, who was it that they played last week? Um, Cal. Yeah, Cal. Yeah, they didn't look too good. We, me and Brittany went to. I a, tell you, went to a pub in uh, Augusta, Kentucky, and that game was on, and it was like, oh, this doesn't look too good. So, the Marshall game, I was out at uh, the Gauntlet Studio. Me, Redbeard, and Gene were watching the game. And me and Redbeard are like, after I think the ball was intercepted, and I was like, dude, just turn us off. <laughs> just turn it off. I, I, I was that upset. I'm like, yeah, just just turn it off. Um, I was like, that, I, I don't know. They wore the green jerseys. So, so they wore the green jerseys. Yeah. Last week. So. You, you, you know what? Maybe you guys should start wearing the green jerseys. From now on? From now on. And then you might start winning. But I, I, I'll i give them this. I'll give them this. Do they have a gold jersey? Um, negative. No. But may, that, that'd be, they, they, they may that, want to look into that. They, they, they Instead might, of doing the navy blue and... Uh, White as their jerseys, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll change it and do uh, green and uh, gold. Gold and green, yeah. With the do gold, green, gold, do, green, gold, do uh, the green for the home games, do the gold for the away games, or stadium the stadium series. Yeah. Notre Dame. Anybody from Notre Dame listening to this or watching us? Any good Catholics out there? <laughs> they live in Indiana. We got. We got to find. We got to specify. Our, South Bend, Indiana. South Bend. <laughs> so, yeah. Dead, 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 today, Junior. South Bend, Indiana. Guys, you. You know what? I have a Facebook friend that was working in like a mile away from Notre Dame today. Need well, need to spread this rumor around. Come on. I'll be like, hey, J- hey, Jim. Uh. Why don't you go and... Just spread the word, dude. I yeah, mean, just spread, spread the word. Gold jerseys. Go, gold. go on campus and spread the word. Gold, gold jerseys next uh, next year for the stadium series. Their stadium series jerseys for this year look pretty sick. They're all, like, white with a gold Ooh. number. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So... But, yeah, that, so you're Irish. All, old gold... Ooh, an all gold. I, I'm all for it. All no. gold. I, like pants. I said, I'm gold. I'm all for gold. Maybe with the gold helmet with the the shamrock in the center, like they did that one year for the stadium center series. Maybe they, they had a, It's got to be the shiny gold. It, yeah, it, it yeah. can't be that matte. 
Shiny gold. Yep, shiny. Shiny. With the gold flakes like you do before every home game. Yep. Gold, gold flakes. With the green little decal on the side. Yeah. But uh, nobody's going to listen to this and be uh, like, "Hey, we have. Hey, every fan has a good idea, guys. We are two <laughs> fans who have pretty good ideas. It's just we need to figure out a way to get them to the people who are actually in charge of, you know, making these kinds of choices and decisions." <laughs> It's not Adidas that does uh, Notre Dame jerseys anymore. It's uh, Under Armour, right? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm going to have to... I know Adidas isn't going to do hockey jerseys next year. No. No big loss there. Maybe they'll go back to Reebok. Reebok did a pretty good job. And I, I just... I don't want them to do Nike. I'm afraid Nike will screw it up. I'm not... I mean, Nike's a big brand, but I'm just, I'm just you know afraid what? of Nike. I, I don't want nothing to do with Nike. And I, I, if it, if they went back to Reebok, I'd be totally for it. If they did Under Armour for the NHL, I'd be like, wow, that's a stretch. How the heck did that happen? I will. I try to not buy anything Nike. Champ, I, Champion, Bauer, Warrior, Warrior brand would pretty would be pretty cool. Warrior brand for. The NHL would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Wishful thinking. But yeah, so going back to college football. And then, so you're, you're Irish. Uh, so they pulled out a win against Cal last week. Yeah. And that you feel a little bit better? A little bit. <laughs> I mean, we're back in the top 25. Yeah, you're back in top 25. And then, and then this week, or well, this, or yeah, this Saturday, we got North Carolina. So that's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting with North Carolina being undefeated, too. Yeah. Is it at North Carolina or at South Bend? Uh, let's see here. Uh, hey, Jamie, look this up. Yeah. Well, we can't, we can't wait, say wait, hey, wait, Jamie, Jamie anymore because when we were with audio, it w- we didn't didn't have to worry about like anybody tell, like seeing that it was just the two of us. Uh, but uh, now it is just the two of us. I forget how to hit or but either way, um, man, I just I just hope Notre Dame can figure out how to go through the rest of the rest of their season, because going zero and two is like oh, and then you win the squeaker against Cal in week three. It's like okay, as long as you won one. I mean that that's the real this is a real thing. Um, Kentucky plays Northern Illinois. They beat Youngstown State by a whopping 31 points. Uh, think, they shut them out. Yeah, 31-nothing. And that Northern Illinois I'm a little concerned for. They're one of those uh, teams from the MAC conference uh, that are uh, – they, they can be pretty good. And that um, at one, a couple of years ago, Northern Illinois was like uh, MAC champions. Mid that's the uh, Mid Atlantic Conference. Um, they they were they were pretty good. Uh, as to who will win the Mid Atlantic Conference, that's anybody's guess, guys. <laughs> and that uh, I mean, really, I have an aunt who uh, used to work at Ball State, and we would usually go to Ball State football games uh, up in Muncie, Indiana, and. Uh, 
I don't think I ever saw Ball State win a game <laughs> when I went up there. Notre Dame's at North Carolina. They're at North Carolina. Yeah. But, uh... But, um... ESPN's matchup predictor says Notre Dame's, uh... 54 54.7% Likely to win? Likely to win, yes. Okay. Well, I wonder what it was at Marshall. (laughs) And the over-under is 55.5. Wow! The spread, Notre Dame is plus 1.5. Um, North Carolina is minus 1.5. Money line is uh, Notre Dame plus 110. Um, North Carolina minus 130. I don't know what any of that means, but I know the over-under is the score total score combined, but uh, the spread. They, they, they are projecting a high-scoring game then, in one direction or in both directions. Um, what is it? How about how about that Alabama Texas game a couple weeks ago? Uh, Texas should have won that game. Oh man, they just uh, Texas should have won that game. I'm sorry. If Texas would have beaten Alabama, oh my gosh. That would have been the upset or heard around the world. Oh my gosh! Because I mean, for the past I don't know how however many years, Texas has been irrelevant. Like just one of the worst programs in the in, college, in the college football. And then, man, to stay because me and Brittany were at Oktoberfest. We were at the Covington Oktoberfest, and they had the game on. And I would look up occasionally from drinking my beer or eating food. I would occasionally look up and be like, "Oh wow, Texas is pretty close. I can't believe this is a game." And then we leave and we go somewhere else and and all that. And I eventually ended up checking the score. And it was like, oh my gosh, they lost by a field goal. <laughs> that game was uh, horribly called, in my opinion. I was so shocked that te- Texas held on for so And they were winning, too, going into that field goal for Alabama. Oh my gosh. Man, I, it's been a long time since I ever rooted for Texas <laughs> in anything. I'm like, look them horns. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, yeah, I had to. I did, did you this. did you see Feinbaum? Yeah, I, he said Georgia is the new Alabama. He thinks Alabama is starting to drift away, and Georgia is going to be the new SEC powerhouse. I saw I saw your thing on uh, Instagram, and what the hell was he smoking? Because I want some. He, he, you want some? <laughs> I want some. Shit, son, I want some. <laughs> Oh, I, I genuinely want to know. What was he smoking? Uh, I don't know. But, I don't know. Or maybe it was an edible. Maybe he wasn't smoking anything. He took an edible before he went on. <laughs> my, my, it's legal in some states. <laughs> he might have had a little bit of the shine, if you don't want to be. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go into round two. <laughs> that's, that's, 
Yeah. You were, we, were, we were on the same it? wavelength there. Oh, Kadoke. Uh, uh, either the Doppelbach or the Warsteiner. Oh, yeah, baby. What in the holy hell is... Come on. Wow. Come on. All right. Yo, so am I, I better be able to walk down the steps when I leave. So, I picked this up at Jungle Gems that same week, same day as the Alabama-Texas game. Yeah, this is a... Well, good thing we got the... Finally got the bottle openers. Oh. There's a... Well, I showed you, but... Listeners, audio, and video. (laughs) (laughs) I showed. Shut up. (laughs) I showed Charlie a gift that we're getting for the studio that we can hang right here on the wall, and it's a ball opener too. So go ahead there, Bubba. All right. So this is the Trogs. T-R-O-E-G-S Independent Brewing Where the hell is this from? These guys are from I believe Pennsylvania Uh, Yep Pennsylvania (laughs) Where in Pennsylvania? Uh, Doesn't say It just says Pennsylvania uh, so this is the Trogs Independent Brewing, the Troganator, Doppelbach beer. It is a whopping 8.2% alcohol by volume. <laughs> One taste of Troganator tells you this is no ordinary beer. At once malty and crisp, traditional yet timeless, a rebel with a sweet side. The deliciously dark Doppelbach calls for so much grain we had to custom build our brew house around it. Layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains, Nader is a beer for people who love beer. And I will tell you guys, I tried this at Jungle Gyms up in Eastgate a couple weeks ago. I love this beer. I'm going to die. (laughs) Are you ready, Mike? Three, two... You want other side? I don't want to damage the lid. Three, two, one. Pop it! Ooh. I didn't. Awesome. And it, and it is pure darkness, man. I was telling you the story before we came on here about me trying this thing at Jungle Gems. Party foul. Jeez. Man, you sell one all over the place today. Oh, well. It is what it is. Ding. Dong. Ding dong. The witch is the the wicked witch. The wicked witch. So, guys, for our viewers, that's how dark it is. You can see on the the YouTube. I mean, it it looked darker. Yeah, the picture you sent me, it it was... uh, it looked a little uh, but darker than dark. More human than human. We do not own the rights to that song. We do not want to get into any legal battles with Rob Zombie. Or with YouTube. But then again, that just adds to the rivalry with Google. Since we're and on the rivalry, rivalry grows. 
Yes. Yeah, I feel like Jack Black when I do the <laughs> zah. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Oh, still good. Still good. What do you think? Yeah? Anything? It's not bad. But it's not good. It's... Gave it the tie rating. I gave it the. You gave you gave it the red beer, red no. beard rating. I don't know. It's um. Mm. Oh, what's it now? If if we were at the gauntlet. Yeah. But we're not. We're not. This is the penalty box. We would not set this on said shit shelf. No. I'm not saying that it's it's shit shelf. Worthy. I'm just saying it's. Eh. Out of all the Doppelbox that I've had in the recent since since you brought on Doppelbox onto this show, first with the Emancipator from Christian Morlock, which was freaking amazing. I think that's still my favorite. And then later, uh, in the same year, going towards Christmas, we had I don't know two or three Doppelbox. One was from Einstock. Another one, I can't remember where it was from. But, I mean, we've had at least a few on here, but, oh, my gosh, each one was, like, in its own right good. This, in its own right, is good, in my opinion. But if I had to choose between this or the Emancipator, I'd probably go back to the Emancipator. You ain't lying. Because that was freaking awesome when you brought it on to the show last year. Because, Charlie, I know my shit. Now, the problem is with the Christian Moorline Doppelbach, they rebranded, and I've reached out to them. I even asked them, why did you guys rebrand? And they haven't responded to me. Um, but I've asked them, it's like, guys, why did you rebrand? Because I used to know all the names for the beer. Like, if somebody said uh, the Fifth and Vine, I was like, oh, yeah, they're Pale Ale. Oh, the OTR. Oh, the OTR is their, their IPA. Not a good one. And that... Uh, and so they they rebranded, and so all these beers have different names, and they're all they all have to do something with like metalwork or something, and uh, like you have Flux, you have Anvil, you have um, Schmitties, Schmitties. I mean, you have so many different like yeah, um, forged in fire kind of type names for your beers, which is okay, but at the same time, you got rid of all that Cincinnati heritage in the beer. Because you used to have one that was Fifth and Vine out of Cincinnati. You had one that was OTR, which was uh, the outskirts of downtown Cincinnati. You had other ones with different names and, and all that. One was Fountain Square. I remember one had a picture of Fountain Square. and that, So, you mean, got rid of all that. I don't know why. I don't know if they were trying to go for a national brand, not just a local one, but I would like some answers. Mm. I don't know. But we need to find whatever the Christian Moorline um, rebrand is of the Emancipator. We need to find it. We definitely need to bring it back on the show. Maybe I'll have to venture over to uh, Christian Moorliner. But, so, 
It's not good, but it's not bad. I'm so, not a fan. Not a fan. Ah, oh, man, I'm... Sorry. I don't it's mean okay. To, I don't mean to... Um, I, don't I, I was looking your... forward to this, and I guess I just set my sights too high. My hopes too high. I'm just a bundle of disappointment. It, it is what it is. Dang. It's been forever since I've actually been the one that says that. <laughs> That'd be 25 cents. Uh, can I start a tap? No. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ven Venmo me that <laughs> twenty five cents. Uh, really? I, Venmo twenty five cents? Wow! Really? It's a joke. Actually, I do have Venmo now. Well, look at you, all bougie. <laughs> itchy, itchy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't own the rights to that song either. Let's put it this way, guys. Whatever Any we sing... music that comes out of our mouths... We don't own the rights. Yeah. Unless I make it up. Yeah. He makes it up, I make it up, something. Oh, dude. Speaking of shenanigans... <laughs> okay. I, I like, at work when I'm by myself or, you know, I'm cleaning up the, the amount of uh, chalk, or not chalk, uh, cardboard dust... I come up with awesome, silly, random songs that I will not share <laughs> because they're they're bad. <laughs> so yeah. All right, ready to move on? <laughs> yes, let's move on. Okay. After after that twenty minute debacle. So NFL. Mm hmm. It's been two weeks. Mm. It's been a very disappointing two weeks mm -hmm. if you are a Bengals fan. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, uh, two weeks in the books, 15 more games to go for the Bengals. Should Cincinnati fans be somewhat worried, no. panicking, anything? No. I, I am not... I'm not going to be like these bandwagon people that... Oh, the, uh, this is my opinion. When you do not play any preseason games, this is how you're going to start. The starting line did not start or have Joe Burrows playing and the receivers during preseason. And it's there's a few teams like that in the NFL that their starters didn't play the preseason. Mm -hmm. I give it... If we're 0-4 after Sunday and the following week they play the Thursday night game against the Dolphins. So we have the Jets Sunday. Yeah, Jets in week three, Dolphins week four. Right. So... If we're 0-4, then maybe I start getting a little concerned. Okay. Maybe. Okay. But you're going to have to have time. To be honest with you, we should have we should have won both games. I agree. Should have. I agree. You can't help that your long snapper 
tore a bicep because McPherson's money no matter where. You had a rook or a rookie snap long snapper snapped the ball. The ball came up high and it was a shank eponymous. The Dallas game, you can't you can't win games kicking field goals, guys. No. You just can't do it. No. And it and um, Micah, I can't remember the guy I played for Dallas. That guy was all over the place. Parsons. Micah, yes, Micah Parsons. That cat was all over the place. Yes, he was. Just like T.J. Watt was uh, in Week One. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 15, 15 sacks in two games. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Give, uh, you're, giving, I, you're giving somebody too much credit. Um, that, but it's still it's, a big number. It's still a big number for two weeks of football. Yeah. But I am not. I'm not. Burrow needs to learn to get rid of the ball. Uh, well, he, one can't, day. he can't take. He can't keep on taking all those sacks. He has to get rid of the ball. He has to. He can't just, every, every. I, I mean, it's one thing to try and get away from it, but if you, I mean, come on, think about that knee and everything too. It's like, how much more can that knee take before something bad happens again? I'm gonna. Uh, I heard somebody say that Joe Burrow's taking Aaron Rodgers' notes, so I'm gonna take a page or a line out of Aaron Rodgers. Bengals fans, this isn't Joe Burrow. This is Mike Kilmer of Drop the Glitz Podcast. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Two games into the season. Don't get your panties in a twist. The Bengals will be division winners. They will make the playoffs. And they are going to the Super Bowl this year. And if you want to be Debbie Downers and uh, they need to fire the lines off. They haven't played together. Give it time. 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 Let them grow. They're a young team. I've been hearing the past two days on the way home from work. I've been hearing my buddy Dave. Oh, the Bengals are trash. The Bengals are trash. No, the Bengals aren't trash. They're a young team. You give them time. I see. I see good things coming for these for the Bengals. I do. But yet, that's just my own personal opinion. But I don't want to hear the naysayers or the talking heads going, Oh, the Bengals are horrible. They're reverting to the bungles. Get the hell out of here with that garbage. It's a young team. They're going to struggle. Mark my words that this team will be in the playoffs. If not the Super Bowl this year. All right. Has there been any teams 
so far in week two. This Indiana. is this is week three, but it, in the first two weeks, I have surprised you. Uh, besides the Bengals starting off at zero and two, like has there been one team that is like zero and two, and you didn't think they'd be zero and two, or a team that's like two and zero, and you're like, wow, can't believe it. And for me, for me, I watched part of that um, Bills and Rams game. Bills looked awesome. Yeah. And that, and then the Bills again, um, playing against uh, who was it? Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. I mean, just man, Josh Allen. The Bills. Josh the, Allen looks amazing. The Bills are going to be a team to reckon with. Kansas City and the AFC. You're you're going to have to go through either Buffalo or Kansas City, and the AFC looks pretty tough. The, the AFC across, is almost across the board, except for the AFC South. Well, the AFC, because I mean, let's think about it. You got court. Jacksonville, who's two and zero. You got Indy. So, you got one and or one loss and one tie. Tennessee or not Tennessee, Houston with one loss. And one tie. And then, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. So you have Jacksonville, Tennessee, um, Houston, and Indianapolis. Yeah. And uh, so those four teams. But who would have thought Jacksonville would be 2 0 right now? I tell you, another team. Who also thought the Giants would be 2 0? Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be another good young quarterback. I see Jacksonville. You think Jacksonville will win the South if if Tennessee is on this current trajectory? Yeah, I see. Because I think you and me, when we were talking about who would win each division a couple weeks ago, we both had picked Tennessee to possibly win. But yeah, we Tennessee. may be eating our words on that one. Well, maybe Tennessee doesn't have they have Derrick Henry. Everybody knows that they're going to run run the ball. And they don't have any, they don't have any receivers. But yeah, that's the thing. If you keep running the ball, I mean, the game of football right now is so aired out with wide receivers and quarterbacks. If you keep running, you're not going to be able to score as many points. I as tell you, these guys who do fast-paced throws that are ten plus something yards get out and. The field and everything. And I know. I can tell you another team that's really surprising me. It's an NFC East team. Eagles? The Eagles. Guys. Wow. Jalen Hurst, man. You guys. For for our, Phil, our only only Pennsylvania listeners, yeah, Philly. Only I'm yeah, I'm giving I'm giving the Eagles. You gotta you gotta beat the Giants. I know you can take care of the Cowboys, and uh, the Commanders are no no threat. <laughs> yeah. If it's not if it's not the Eagles, it's the Cowboys winning that or the the Giants winning that division. Really? You think the Giants could win the division? I... I... Wow. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> you know, those those are the two teams. Philly and New York are the two teams I could see possibly winning the NFC. 
East. I mean, if the Giants can keep it up, that's the thing. If the Giants can keep it up, I, I would consider them. But, I mean, going 2-0, I mean, that's like, woo! Uh, when was the last time they went 2-0, I bet? Was Eli even quarterback? <laughs> probably. Probably. It's like, man, we're talking years. Mm-hmm. Almost eons ago. <laughs> but we'll see. But to go back, I'm not. I'm not worried yet. Not worried about the Bengals. No. Dolphins are two and zero. Dolphins that, and that, Bills are two and zero, and they both play each other this week. That. So. I'll tell you something. I was watching. I was watching the Jets and, and the saw, Browns game. The Browns game. Oh man! And I, I saw the rest of the the Jets and the Ravens game. My take. You mean Dolphins and Ravens. Dolphins. Yeah. My bad. It's all right. So, take away from the Browns and Jets. Whoever I think it was Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. I don't know. One of the running backs. Go out of bounds or stay in bounds <laughs> or go out of bounds, whatever. Don't score. Would have saved you. You could have won. <laughs> but you're doing Cleveland things. It, it's expected from you guys now. But hey, yeah. they won Thursday night against the Steelers. I would have been happy with a tie. <laughs> I, you know, or or a plane flying over uh, the stadium and going. Drops the drop the gloves does not condone violence. <laughs> I just I, and then go go fly into Baltimore and pew, drop a bomb on the Ravens. But anyways, uh, drop the gloves still does not. Condone violence. It just, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Now, real, yeah. real quick, before we shift gears here, and that um, Trey Lance is out at quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G Good. is now going to be the starter. I hope Jimmy G or Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, balls out. Do you think the 49ers will be playoff 49ers with Jimmy G? Yes. Okay. Yes. For and is it Lynch still the GM? I I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't think of his first name. John Lynch. Yeah. John Lynch. What the hell are you thinking? Okay, yeah, we got a young quarterback. You stick with the guy that got you to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G. I'm not a 49ers fan. Sure the hell not a Patriots fan when you play for New England. I'll never be a 49ers fan. Not as long as I'm a Bengals fan. But, Jimmy G. That dude, I hope he he goes out and lights teams up. And be like, oh, end of the year? Sayonara, bitches. I'm going somewhere else. You don't do that to a guy that, to a guy that's gotten you to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Well, it's also a good thing that they didn't let him go during the uh, preseason. Oh. 
So, I mean, think about it. If, if they would have let go of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo during the preseason. Yeah, they would have been screwed. They yeah. don't have anybody. Yeah, they don't have anybody. Trey Lance gets hurt in week two. Yeah, it's over. But now that you've kept Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like, hey, look at this. He, he's going he's gonna to go out guns a-blazing going, yeah, well, should have signed me to a long-year deal. Well, if he can, if he can get the 49ers to the playoffs and even maybe deep into the NFC playoffs, yeah, then yeah, he's got left I don't, I don't, the organization. I don't. The only team in the NFC West that I, you really got to worry about is the Rams. You think the Rams will be well? Let me. They're ask playing you. like shit right now. I'll well, tell you let, that. Let, let me ask you this: Do you think the Rams miss or make the playoffs? They'll make the playoffs. Okay, if they make the playoffs, how far do you think they'll go? You think they'll go back to the Super Bowl? No. Okay. That they they'll get to maybe to the NFC Championship game. Maybe. Who do you think they'll play in the NFC Championship? You think they'll be 49ers again? Or anybody's guess? Anybody's guess because there's no there's no team in the NFC that really is. Yeah, nobody's standing out in the NFC. I mean, you look at the AFC. You got you got Buffalo, you got Kansas City, you have Cincinnati. People saying Baltimore. Maybe Baltimore is a maybe. I but you you got the bank. You you had most definitely the Bengals, the Chiefs. And the Bills, I would say, are the top three in the AFC. Okay. And then. And then who? Yeah, the underlings. You have the underlings. <laughs> yeah, you have the South, and whoever could win that. Because Tennessee, what was it? Tennessee, Tennessee won the South, but they were also what the number two. I think so. They were like the number two team, and they got a bye last year, and then they ended up playing the Bengals because the Bengals beat the Raiders. It's like, wow. I mean, who would have thought Tennessee Titans was going to get the n- number two spot and a bye? And home field against the visiting Bengals after they had beaten the Raiders at home. I love that game. I said the game. Oh. I didn't watch a single minute of that Raiders game, but once, I, I, but once I, I, I saw that final score come across my my phone screen, I was like, I, I was overjoyed because I have never once, ever, I, I have never watched a Bengals first round postseason game because every because the last time I watched a Bengals postseason game, it was against the Steelers, and that's when Carson Palmer got. Uh, he put crazy legs, Kitna in. ACL injury and everything. Hey, Kitna did okay. <laughs> I remember that. Kitna game. did I was okay. Watching, I was watching that game. Me and Ty went somewhere and got beer. And we were listening to it on the radio. We went to Kroger's to grab beer. And we were listening on the radio. And we heard that Carson got hurt. And he, Ty, Ty's the one that came up with Crazy Legs Kitna. I'm just like, okay. oh, granted, granted, nobody wanted Kitna in there, but at the same time, he did okay. Yeah, okay. Eh. 
We don't aim for okay. We do, I mean, we don't want to settle for okay. But at the same time, that's what we had. He's who we had. Carson Palmer. So. That guy's a douche canoe. So, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts okay. on the Bengals. No, you're and fine. Anybody who you were surprised with or whatever. and so. What, what I'm surprised is the Green Bay Packers looking like dog crap, too. You know, there's actually people who are taking Minnesota to win that division. I think Minnesota. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Green Bay might get a wild card spot, maybe. They gotta play Tampa Bay. That's gonna be. Tampa Bay is week three this coming week. Yeah. And and Tampa Bay is without Mike Evans too. He got suspended the game. After his little scuffle with Lattimore from the uh, New Orleans Saints, and then, but I mean, think about it. Think about it. If you're Mike Evans and you go out there and you start sho- pushing and shoving and getting into a little scuffle with Lattimore, think about who you're trying to protect. That's Tom Brady. That's my quarterback. Do you not know who my quarterback is? My quarterback's Tom Brady. Anything okay, Terrell. Anything, okay, Terrell. Anything that happens to him is going to look bad on you, and it'll look bad on me because I didn't stand up for him. You know, you know who you just sounded like, Terrell Owens. Just, that's my quarterback, man. That's, that's my quarterback. That's only because I was in a high squeaked voice. Oh, that's my quarterback. When I get excited, I'm in a high squeaked voice. Quarterback, man. He's, he's my quarterback. Sounded like Cuba Gooden Jr. and Jerry Maguire. Oh, he's my dog. Tom Brady is one of dog. those guys where it's like he's a legend already. You might as well just go out, go up to the ref and be like, hey, hey, do you not know who my quarterback is? My quarterback's Tom Brady. If I don't stand up for him, who will? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. What? Show me the money! Show me the money! Okay. Show me the money, Jerry! Show me the money. Alright. Show me the money, Charlie. Show me... I want you to say it. Say it with me, Jerry. Show me the money! I'll get you your 25 cents after the show. Settle down. If this is how you act over twenty-five cents, man, I can't. I don't. I no, can't I'm imagine. No, I'm not acting. I'm acting. This is my quarterback. He's my quarterback, dog. He's my quarterback. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm not like sticking up for Tom Brady. I'm sticking up for Mike Evans. Mike Evans went out there and was like, "Hey, look, I gotta stick up for Tom Brady." The anything what? happens to Tom Brady, it's like, uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. It's like, now. do you not know who he is? He's Tom Brady. <laughs> he could have appealed that too, you know. If my guess, he did appealed it, and it got it. It really got shot down. Yes, because both people who were going to hear his appeal were both former Tampa Bay players. Both of them. Nope. I, I one game. I can't believe. It. Well, it's one game. Let's one game. Yeah, it's one. One red rum. <laughs> wow. I'm busting out all the movie yeah, quotes. Yeah, so you're, just, just, you're just going all I'm out not, now. At man. least you know red rum and Jerry Maguire. I, I know red rum because you've brought it up before. 
And I told you I didn't know because I'd never seen that movie, but then you explained it to me, and then I was like, okay, yeah, now I know what movie you're talking about. Jerry Maguire, that's a total obvious one. I don't know how we're cousins. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> All right. So, uh, are you good with the NFL? Or do you, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Anything I'm good. left unsaid that you want to get out now or forever hold your peace I'm for good. I'm good with the NFL. Well, hold your peace for two weeks because next week I'll be in Illinois. All I got to say is, show me the money, Jerry! All right. Show me the money! We're moving on. <laughs> so, hockey news! We're getting close to hockey season, guys! Woo! Oh my gosh! It's the most wonderful time of the year. We don't own the copyrights. Uh, 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 uh. P.K. Subban and Zidane Chara both retired on the exact same day. P.K. Subban's 33 years old. I can't believe nobody is willing to give this guy a try. He's got a job at ESPN. Well, he may have a job with ESPN, but he's still, in my opinion, young enough to get some. Granted, what he had done in the last couple of years at the New New Jersey Devils did not help him at all. What he, his playing time at the New Jersey Devils obviously lowered his stock, but he's still a good player, in my opinion. If he comes unretired after this year and says, you know, I got a little bit left in me, I hope somebody gives him a shot. Because I don't think P.K. Subban is done. He just needed to get out of New Jersey. New Jersey freaking screwed him. You know you know the teams who don't, don't love P.K.? Who? You had the Montreal Canadiens. They, they hey, 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 I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm not okay. done yet. Okay. Okay. It's a joke. I'm going to try and hold it. Because I saw them. It's a meme. Okay. It's a joke. Okay. So, the the teams that dumped P.K. Subban. Yeah. You had the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. You had Nashville Predators. Okay. You had the New Jersey Devils. And you had Lindsey Vaughn. <laughs> okay. What happens between the man's personal life and his girlfriend that is not PK, I love you, bro. Not, I love you, man. Nothing to do here. And okay, Montreal did not dump. They traded him one on one straight up for Shea Weber. Okay? One straight up. One player for one player. Uh Nashville. What the frick were you thinking? Letting him go too? It's like you idiots. And then he goes. And then he goes to New Jersey. And then New Jersey, obviously, uh, New Jersey is one of those teams. It's right up there. They're right up there with the Arizona Coyotes, where your freaking hockey team's a joke, and you wasted a freaking a talent defenseman of PK Subban. Hmm. I, I was never a P.K. Subban. Never a P.K. Subban fan when he was with Montreal. When he went to Nashville, could you say I jumped on the Nashville bandwagon? Yeah, sure, but I jumped on it way before because Nashville was the NHL affiliate for the Cincinnati Cyclones. So I was already on, even before P.K. Subban came on. And then Nashville trades him to New Jersey. 
And New Jersey just freaking wastes his A-plus freaking player talent. They shit the bed, Fred. He has way... He has so much more to give. He should be on somebody's roster. He, I mean, even if it's a one-year deal, even if it's a temporary one-year deal to see how he does, and then maybe next year you give him an extension. He's 33 years old. Granted, hockey is a more physical... Uh, hard-hitting... Hard-hitting sport than it is football. And that... But, I mean, he has so much more. And when most people, when most athletes in hockey get to 30, most people see it as that's the trajectory to go downhill. See, Dan Char was 40-something. And he was still playing. He's going to retire as a Bruin. And he, he, he does retire as a Bruin because he signed a one-day contract with the Boston Bruins so he could retire as a Bruin. And that, which I, I'm, I'm okay with. Part of me was kind of hoping he would sign one more year and play somewhere in the league. And Brad was hoping it was going to be the Bruins because there was reports that he was at uh, training camp. The facility. The training camp facility with the Boston Bruins. And Brad was saying that I think Zidane Char is going to sign with the Boston Bruins this upcoming season and play one more year with the Bruins. I was hoping, but when he came out and retired the same day as PK Subban, I was uh, I was hurt. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this, man, this hurt, this hurts a little bit." Knowing that Zidane, I Chara, cried a little bit. Zidane Chara is going to retire as a Bruin for one more day, and he'll never play again. Oh man, and he's still the tallest player in the NHL, and he's still the tallest player to hoist the Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, think about it. He's six foot something, and with on skates, he's seven foot something. That's the highest that Stanley Cup has ever been raised by one player. So I was a little hurt by that. PK Subban, I was mad. I was like, how how has nobody given this guy a shot? Seriously, no. I mean, you got all these. There, there's hardly any roster signings anymore. There's hardly any contract signings except for Nate McKinnon. Nate McKinnon signed a giant one with the Colorado Avalanche. But I was like, I'm so shocked that nobody was going to give P.K. Subban like a tryout or something. Nobody. It's like, seriously? You don't need a 33-year-old defenseman who is arguably one of the best defensemen in the current modern era of NHL? Seriously? They're going to give him a shot? Okay, fine. Be that way, you assholes. Like I said, I'm I'm mad over PK Subban. Zidane Chara, it was eventually coming. You knew he was getting up there in age. He was forty something years old. It was eventually coming. PK Subban, thirty three years old, and he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? Instead of waiting around, I'm just going to take my broadcasting gig and I'll just stick with that. It's like I really feel he has so much more. Uh I never thought I'd be this upset over P.K. Subban. When he was a Montreal Canadian versus the Bruins, it was like, damn. No, get that out of here. Get that out of here. So, I might spill another beer. Yeah, that's on you. But P.K. Subban, 33 years old, you decided to settle for a broadcasting job, then wait around. I would have waited around. I would have called. I would have I complained to my agent. I would have even fired my agent. It's like, what are you freaking doing? I got at least two. I would have said I had at least two more years. Can you not get me somewhere for two more years for like league minimum? 
$750,000? You can't get me for a league minimum for two years for $750,000? Who's not going to pay that? I tell you one team. Who? There's the Coyotes. I don't think they have the cap space to, to <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh, I kid, I kid. No, I don't. <sighs> okay, that's you, my PK you, super. You, you good? That's you my good? I'm okay with that. I, I've, I've said I've said all that I can say about real, real it. Ooh, you almost had it. Nate McKinnon signs a new contract with the Colorado Avalanche. Eight years, $2.6 million on average. And he has signing bonus with that $2.6 million every year. Uh, it's over $100 million for him. It's like Wow. There you go. Get that cheddar. That's what happens when you're a big contributor to uh, a Stanley Cup championship team for Colorado for the first time in, was it 21 years? Uh, I think it was 21. Probably. I think they won it in 2001. Um, Oh, and we finally have news from David Pasternak. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. He's optimistic that he will get a deal with the Bruins sometime either by t- towards the end of this season mm-hmm. or um, during the offseason, before the free agency deadline. And that he is optimistic that he will get a deal with the Bruins. Okay. Says he loves it in Boston. It's an honor to wear... The Boston Bruins logo. And As it should be. And that, so he's very optimistic that a deal will be worked out. So we finally have confirmation that he's okay with being in Boston. Regard, even with all the shenanigans that happened between the Bruins organization and Bruce Cassidy and everything. So it sounds like he's he's going to play. He's going to come. He's already at training camp. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be with the Boston Bruins this year. Now it's just up to Boston to figure out a possible extension before the end of the season or even before free agency deadline or possibly before the trade deadline. Hey, Boston, get your head out of your asses. Because the trade deadline is Friday, March 3rd of 2023. And Pasternak's name has come up as a potential trade. I hope Boston does not let Pasternak go. Because that's going to irk me. Five days before your birthday. and uh, Six days before yours. Yeah, that would be not a very pleasant birthday. That would not be a very pleasant birthday present if uh, they traded him before March 3rd. Or on March 3rd. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. We'll, we'll, be doing, if, if, we'll be doing the show pissed off. If Boston is a contender, though, if Boston Bruins are a contender, there's no way you trade him. Well... If Boston's in the top three of the Metro... Or not, not Metro, the Atlantic Division. If they're in the top three of the Atlantic Division, no freaking way you get rid of him. No way. 
If you get rid of him, you better freaking got somebody awesome. But at the same time, I'm going to be pissed off that you got rid of him anyway. That's just me. But Pasternak is optimistic that he can work out a deal with with the Bruins. Okay. And I hope the Bruins are willing to put up the money. I mean, think about it. You only got Bergeron for one more year. Correct. And that he, I, I think this will probably be Bergeron's last year. And that, unless he feels good at the end of uh, this upcoming season and he says, you know what, I got one more. And then if Boston says, nope, sorry, we can't help you. We thought you were only coming back for one more. This is what we had. Best of luck to your future endeavors. If that's how it is, where Pos- where Bergeron feels so good that he's like, you know what, I think I could go one more year. And Boston goes, no, we gave you one more year. We're done. Then Again, I, Boston, get your head out of your ass. I, I would be a little upset, but at the same time, it's... I mean, I think this is his last year. And I'm happy that they did settle with Bergeron to where he's going to come back for one point something million. So yes. I'm okay with that. But well, we got time. I, I had one more thing I wanted to go for it. Ask or whatever. So in terms of baseball, well actually, hold up. Before we get to baseball, fantasy hockey draft. It's next Thursday, 7 p.m. And Brad has been entered into the league. Oh, he has? We have three divisions now. Say what? We got three divisions. I'm playing in another hockey league, to, or a hockey, or, yeah, hockey league, uh, fantasy hockey league, and the name. Hang on a second here. Come on, fantasy. It's loading. Today, Junior. Yeah, we have three divisions. Each one has three, uh, three teams. So go to league. Wow. Go to standings. Or there you go. Just scroll down. There you go. There's the divisions. So Doug, Ryan, and Nick. Me, Dylan, and Daniel. And then Kurt, you, and Brad. Woo! We got I'm not gonna win my division. <laughs> Who are you in with again? Dylan and Daniel. <laughs> Kurt! Oh my Kurt, gosh. redo this. This is not put me, Charlie, and Ryan in the division together. Oh hell no. I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm okay, man. I ain't complaining. Oh. I'm totally okay. With Brad in, I'm totally okay. So you you could have put you, your dad, and your brother in a division what? and then Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in having they, the whole Smith family together? Well, they could have had you. Kirk could have put you, me, and Daniel in this. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that Brad is in. Wow. I'm, I, I'm happy Brad's in, too. Because I, I, I messaged him and was like, hey, dude, check your email. We've invited you to the Fantasy League. And he was like, I already did it, man. I can't wait. <laughs> so, in my other NHL uh, Fantasy League, yeah, my na- team name is... Zero pucks given. <laughs> ah. I might change it to to pucks of fury. <laughs> oh I don't know God. which which one do you like? Pucks of fury or zero pucks given? Zero pucks given sounds awesome to me. All right, I, I'm gonna go with that one. 
Alright, we'll we'll say what's that one. But yeah, I was like I was like, I don't wanna I wanna be that's like in my other fantasy football league that I'm You wanna be different than what you have in your other like the Fort Thomas the Fort Thomas House of TDs is the name. (laughs) Going off a game of thrones. I drink and I know things. Or you make up things. No, I know things. Know things more than you do, buddy. Uh, so, all right. That was the last hockey thing. Switch real quick over to baseball, and then we'll get to our uh, last call. All righty. Uh, so, Aaron Judge is on pay- is trying to break, um, was it Roger Maris's yeah. record? Home run record. Home run record. Uh, he's two away as of this recording. And then Albert Pujols is trying to reach the 700 club. He'll be the fifth player to do it. And he's two away as well. Who do you think gets to the record first? To their respective records first? Judge. Think Judge will get there first? Yeah, and I see him. I want to see him win the Triple Crown. I, I think he's in line to win you the You know what? Crown. If he wins the tri- Triple Crown, he New York... I'll tell you the same thing that I told Boston. Yankees, get your head out of your asses and pay the man. That that's if he wants to stay in New York. Because when they when New York did try and offer him an extension, he didn't counter or anything. He just passed. I truly think Aaron is smart. I and I'm not trying to say this as a Boston Red Sox fan and I want him to go somewhere else. I think he's smart. He's gonna be thirty one by the start of next season. Right. And the Yankees are looking to possibly sign him for the rest of his career, which is like 10 years. Okay. And that, Why don't you do it? Well, here's the thing. Aaron, I think, is going to test free agency. I think he's going to look for other offers. And yeah, once you know he gets what? all those other offers in, that's when he'll make his decision. He'll end up. If and he remember, does the- he's from California. He could go out to like the uh, Giants or the Angels. I was getting ready to say that. He'll go out to the Angels and he'll be like him and Shohei and Trey. I'll be like, oh, three great players. Guess what? Uh, where's the playoffs at? Don't see them. Aaron, New York, come together. Come, come together right now. And sign a contract <laughs> after the season. Because if you break said record, win said triple crown, you got a bargaining chip. Like, hey, I just broke a Yankee record. I just won. Broke a Yankee record, won the triple, triple crown, crown. that hasn't won, been won, won the, since Miguel Cabrera won it. Won the AL MVP. And if you win the World Series, too. Show me the money. But again, I That's think the he is. That's the episode. There you go. Show me the money. And uh, so, Jerry, show me the money. <laughs> Shouldn't you be calling me Charlie? Charlie, show me the money. Could be called Charlie McGuire. <laughs> that sounds like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> it was. It was. A, it was a shot. Well, Charlie, show me the money. So, I'm I'm going to Illinois next weekend. Sorry. And going to a Cardinals game, and they're going to play the Schittsburg Pirates. 
If I can witness Pujols hitting 700 next Saturday, that'll be the best freaking baseball game I've you, ever attended. You, you know what? It'll I be got the this, best freaking baseball game this. I've ever attended if that happens. If he does. Hold up until next Saturday, Albert. If he does. That's if he does. Tickets already been purchased. Tickets have been purchased since July. If if that holds up, he doesn't. I would have the sick. If he doesn't, if he goes homerless until that Saturday while you're at that game, I have the sick feeling in my gut. <laughs> well, what's the sick feeling? You'll be that cat. The catch you or Daniel? No, I'm too far. We'll be too far out, bro. We we we're we're going to be too far out. There's no way we're going to catch it. Where 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 we are going to be at sitting or enjoying the game next Saturday? I don't. I mean, yes, it's out in the outfield, but I don't believe that ball's going to get there. Or if I'm going to be lucky enough to catch it, I've been lucky enough to catch one. Freaking baseball in my life, and that was a foul ball. <laughs> I'm just I don't saying. think I'm that lucky to hit get the 700 home run or even the 699. You know what? Stranger things have happened, my friend. That's true. All right, let's get to last stranger, call. Stranger things have happened. Let's get to last call. Uh, so, we got uh, we got about five minutes here. Five minutes. Yep. Okay. So hopefully it's not a. Would this you? last call isn't. Uh, like too detailed or in too in, where we gotta think too critically. That's not us this week. Hopefully not. Our brains can't take too much more. Give me that. Who, aside from your family, would you take a bullet for? Is there one person you are willing to lay down your life for who is not a family member? Not a family member? Nope. Could it be a friend? Could be a friend, could be a celebrity, could be whoever you want. Well, you know what? Heads up. Oh. <laughs> I was aiming you're, for, getting, you're getting good at that. I was aiming for the camera, but it went that way. Oh. Hey, go ahead. Let me let me think about this. You go ahead. Well, you can't say your wife. I can't say my wife. That's the problem. That's the problem with this kind of question. I can't even say Brittany. Because uh, it's aside from family. Oh, man. One person... Who I'd be willing to take a bullet for. Oh man, we got five minutes and gotta try and think of an answer for this? Oh, this is terrible. That's why I let you go first. Oh man. I'm trying to think, who's like a national treasure or something? Uh, to where it's like you gotta protect this person. Or a national treasure. I can't say Betty White, 2021 took Betty White from us. Um I'm still pissed off about I'm that. still pissed off about that too. Thanks a lot, 2021. Um, man, this man, this is tough. I got my answer. But go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I I I I thought about this and I was talking to this person the other day. So go ahead, buddy. I don't know. That's the problem. I mean, if it's family, yes, I'd take a bullet for him. And who's not my family? I mean, there's not one celebrity or one athlete or one person out there that comes to mind where I'm just like, oh my gosh, you got to protect this person at all costs. Betty White would have been my answer had been Betty White still be living right now. You could probably go with Betty White. 
with a guy that played Chuck. I like him, but I don't like him that much. No. Uh, like, I'm trying to think. Like, celebrities who I like. Or even athletes. Man, this is... Uh, I, got, I got nothing. And, and I've wasted two minutes. Go, go. Uh, Char- you have to answer the question, Charlie. <sighs> if she was still alive, I'd pick Betty White. Right. There. There's your answer. So, my answer, easy peasy, to the point. I talked to said person. I talked to her. It was Wednesday. Wednesday, I believe. And I told this person that, yeah, it was Wednesday because I got, I got, I'm sorry, we might go over who gives a shit. It's our show. I got my 25th uh, high school reunion invitation. Ah. I'm not going to go. But if I was going, I would, I asked this person to go with me and her daughter's birthday is that weekend. Mm. So, if, and I told, while I was talking to her, she's like, told me these different people I could have asked to go with me. I was like, no. I was like, you are my, for always, and will be my first option. We're not dating, she's not family, but I told her, I was like, you are my, my option. You're all, my first option, my only option, if I have to go anywhere, you're it. And my friend Shannon, I would take a bullet for her or her children in a heartbeat. Okay. But since it's one person, my friend Shannon, I would take a bullet for. Let the kids die, huh? No, I love the kids, but... <laughs> I'm just messing with you, dude. I would I would take a bullet for I'm it. just messing with you. All right. There we go. So, I just made an ass out of myself. <laughs> I couldn't think about it. And, I, and, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody. And if, if this, if my mom was still alive, yes, she's my family, I would take a bullet for my mom. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening to episode 89. Show me the money is the name of this episode. Mike, please tell our audience where they can find you and the show. Guys, you can find me at Gloves Mike on Twitter. You can find me also doing the Taste is Right podcast, also on Spotify and YouTube. And you can find our show at or on Facebook at Drop the Gloves Podcast number one. Guys, follow the show on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase, all one word. Check us out over there for all the beer, sports, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes. Subscribe and share the podcast wherever it is available on our podcast streaming platforms such as Anchor.fm. Thank you, Anchor, for 89 episodes strong, 11 away from the big 100. Their partner platform is Spotify. We are also on Apple, Anchor, and Mike's favorite, Google A. F you, Google. And the rivalry grows.
And that includes you too, YouTube. I'm co-host Charlie. And I'm co-host Mike. And we'll see you next time. In the penalty box. Bye bye